0: Here's something I found on the web, according to theverge.com, Hey Robot, the immensely clever board game from designer Frank Lance's Everybody House Games, now has a free digital version on the web for anyone to play.
1: My name's Colleen Macklin, and I'm the human host of Fun Games with Serious People. And as Alexa said, on today's episode, we're going to play Hey Robot, the quarantine edition. While everyone's on quarantine. From the comfort of their home, Frank and Hillary Lance from Everybody House Games join me. The other two members of the team, James and Mara, are their son and daughter-in-law. So it's a family-run game design business. Their prior game, the compulsively addictive clicker game Universal Paperclips, is also about artificial intelligence. So they've been playing with these ideas for a while. Frank teaches at NYU and is director of the game center there. We also played with Nicole Hay, a programmer, artist, and video game designer currently working on an upcoming sci-fi voice-controlled game with the National Film Board of Canada. She works with AI a lot too, most recently by creating an AI-led interview with pop star Billie Eilish for Vogue. I recommend watching the video highly. The link is in the show notes. Nicole also teaches at NYU. A class called Hello Computer, which is all about voice-activated technology. So she's probably the most expert person who could play Hey Robot. So let's play and then talk about Hey Robot and our future AI overlords.
0: Alexa, what do you think? I think about how I can better help people.
1: With Without further ado, I'm going to share my screen here. Alexa, are you ready?
0: I'm ready when you are. Mm.
1: You know, my wife has told me I'm not allowed to order anything from Amazon right now.
2: Oh, right. (laughs) Isn't the green telling you you have a package, by the way? I think you have a
3: notification. I
2: think you have a notification. (laughs) Alexa. (laughs) Am I wrong? What are my notifications? Don't, don't, don't. don't. It might be personal.
3: Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Try asking
2: again.
3: Alexa. What are my notifications?
0: One new notification from Amazon Shopping for Colleen. Mixing bowls has arrived.
1: <laughs> oh jeez. Alright, yeah, I got some mixing bowls. Okay, Busted. you need mixing bowls. Everybody's baking.
3: He <laughs> <laughs> gotta order some mixing bowls. What do you how, do you how, do?
2: How are you gonna do? Use the old bowls? No. How are you going to hide the delivery? Doubles. What was your strategy for hiding the delivery when it came? <laughs> I, you know, wake up. I hadn't thought that far ahead.
1: Yeah. wasn't wasn't wow. quite the way I was thinking. <laughs> wow. I usually ask for forgi- forgiveness after. There you that go. <laughs> All right. Can you see my screen? Can you see yes. Hey Robot? Yes. Quarantine edition? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Fantastic. All right. So we could play a versus or a co-op game here uh what are you thinking well let's go for versus
3: let's yeah. see let's see what's yeah. up
4: all right i always I like com- to compete competitive is, is more well. fun, so. <laughs> i mean it's a little it seems a little unfair when the designers of the game are playing uh, I, yeah. well, right, you know.
2: yeah, I was thinking the same thing <laughs> it's true we are good but these are all new words. Yeah. And we uh, didn't test them. The we ones haven't tested them. In the them. box, we tested every single one to make sure they were gettable. But these? And these are not, have not been tested. Um, so it, there there may be ones that are virtually impossible. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know, or at least for us. Yeah.
1: All right. So I guess we got to break up into teams here. Um, I think it's me and Nicole against the game designers. Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. Let's do it. Because I, I kind of think Nicole might be good at this. I don't um, know. <laughs> so the, the, the premise of the game is that we try to get Alexa to say these words. We're looking at this grid of 16 different words. Some are worth more points than the others. And we're doing our best to get her to say these things by asking a question. Is that right? Yes. That simple.
2: That's simple. Very that
1: simple. simple.
4: Is there a timer?
2: There is in the board game, but we didn't do it for this. For I this, there isn't. So be... take,
3: take all the time yeah. you need. And you guys go first.
2: Okay. All right.
1: So, Nicole, which one do you want to go for here? There's a bunch of different ones. Hemisphere, communication. Wow, this is tough. Okay. This is a tough board. Column. Let's see. Filter. I've got one for ramp. You, go ahead. Yeah? Yeah, do it. Alexa, what is a spring vegetable that's like a wild ramp? Oh, no, sorry. I didn't no, can't. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Let me try again. Alexa, Let me try again. stop. Hold on. Uh, I meant leek. I'm getting them mixed you up. You can't okay.
3: say the word in the question. In the
1: question. Yeah. So I've already, I've already,
0: It's you know, fine.
1: Helped us understand the rules even better. Okay. Alexa, what's another word for a wild leek?
0: Wild leek synonyms include Allium tricocum. Allium condensum, wild onion, and Allium ampeloprasum. Wow. Yep. <laughs> nope.
3: So. A set of nope. them. So now you click on that card, and you say miss,
1: <laughs> oh and you can see that
3: it, it, goes it goes up in value.
1: Sorry, Nicole, it's I, okay. I, it's okay. you, you I get to do the next one. one. <laughs> uh,
3: not, but do you want to go for that now or do you want to yeah. go for something easier? Because I feel like that...
2: I kind of want to go for a ramp.
3: I, you want to go for a ramp? Okay, do so you think handicap accessible?
2: Yeah. I don't know.
3: Okay, yeah. I, you want to go, go for it? it? Go for it. Okay.
2: Yeah. Alexa, how do you make something handicapped accessible?
0: Here's something I found on the web. According to HowStuffWorks.com, Installing a ramp is one way to make Uh, the accessible.
3: You see what I'm talking about?
2: I never got that before.
1: All right. It's never fun when the game designers win. Yeah. Sorry. I never got that one. So now you click
3: on it and you say score. I didn't know if that would work. Yeah. You say score.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful job. Oh, boy. Now it's removed from the uh, board. All right, Nicole. Which one do you want to go for? Let's see. That was good. You guys are good.
4: Let's see. they're whispering (laughs) it's hard for us to whisper yeah
2: sorry we won't whisper we won't whisper (laughs) you're right that's unfair
4: um is that the okay
2: i believe in you nicole i think
1: okay
4: i'm gonna go for a lover Mm -hmm. which should i feel like there's got to be a a better one than what i'm gonna ask but (laughs) i can't wait i know me too (laughs) (laughs) alexa what are the lyrics in the chorus of the Spice Girls' Wannabe?
0: Here's something I found on the web. According to virginmediatelevision.e, the Spice Girls burst onto the pop scene with Wannabe and its memorable lyric Zigga, Zigga, more than 20 years ago.
4: Zigga, Zigga. <laughs> <Ziga>, Zigga, Zigga? <laughs> uh, Oh my god, it's been 20 years. Wow.
0: Oh, that's...
1: Alexa, you're really disappointing us. Hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a All miss. Right. That's right. three points now. So, what do you think?
3: You, you, you yeah. choose. No, we you could choose. go for a lover. We could. We could. I think
1: you
2: should. I well, think you should. Well, what it is what down. the slogan for Virginia? Virginia, the state of Virginia. Oh it's yeah.
3: But is that a is that official it's or like is that a like a t-shirt sticker. Sticker. a bumper it's sticker? Bumper, sticker. Yeah. yeah, Virginia's for lovers. Oh. There's also um, Lover Boy. What's oh, what's a Lover Boy song?
2: Working for the weekend. Working
3: for the weekend. All mm-hmm. right. Will you guys accept Lover Boy for lover? Okay. Yeah. Alexa, who sang Working for the Weekend?
0: Working for the Weekend is by Loverboy.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm, I'm getting okay. some good tips from the way okay. that they're playing yeah. this game. Yeah. What do you think? I, okay. Yeah. That's a story. <laughs> All right. All right. We're well, off how, there. Who, how many points 14. to win? It says down here.
3: 14. Or, 14.
1: I don't know who Bruno Mars is. <laughs> so... Uh. Um, oh, I got to adjust the Alexa, moving out of frame.
4: What do you think, Nicole? You got some ideas? Just like my brain is like completely blank. Like I can't think of anything.
1: (laughs) I'm sure Alexa can. Yeah. Okay. I've got a, I've got a, I've got one for column. Okay. Oh, shoot. I'm free. Okay. I'm, I'm afraid this won't work, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I'm going to (laughs) try. Alexa, in a spreadsheet, what is the op? I'm not sure about that.
2: (laughs) Go again. Okay. Okay. Go
1: ahead. Alexa, what are the parts of a spreadsheet?
0: Here's something I found on reference.com. A spreadsheet is a computer application that displays and organizes data. Each data is stored in a cell of a worksheet and can be manipulated using formulas to calculate or change the data in other cells. The spreadsheet originated as an electronic equivalent of a paper accounting worksheet.
3: Oh, oh that, was
1: that was good. That was tough. I mean, she was talking about that cells. That was good. But not, that not was good. All right. Yeah. That's worth a big four.
3: I hate to say it, but I kind of want to go for column.
2: You got to do it. Just, just, oh, destroy I was going to go for just, crop.
3: Okay. You go this for my crop. Turn. Okay.
2: okay. So I'm going to see if this works. I'm, I don't. All right. Okay. Um, Alexa, who chased Carrie Grant in a cornfield in North by Northwest?
0: Mm. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> okay. Hey, what does that mean? Bye. All right.
2: Miss it. Yeah.
1: Did she just turn off?
2: Uh, I think I overwhelmed her in some capacity. <laughs> Alexa, oh. she's there. Do you want to try again? Yeah, try again. So I tried
0: again. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. 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 Alexa, who chased Cary Grant in a cornfield in North by Northwest?
0: Here's something I found on the web. According to roadsideamerica.com, just north of Bakersfield is the location of the famous crop dusting scene in which Cary <gasps> Grant is...
1: Oh, my God. You're- Alexa, stop. Nice. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Incredible. Oh what
2: God. was that? Yeah. That, was in, that was in roadsideamerica.com.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make any Thank sense. Thank you,
2: roadsideamerica.com. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. We got to get... I feel like we got to get column... Or communication, or filter. Those is the high... I know,
4: I know. I kind of feel like we should go for, like, we just need, like, a, a single point. Maybe we should go for an easy one. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm into that, too. I, we need one win. We just need a win. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I'm going to go for Tusk. Go for it. Alexa, what is Ivory made out of?
0: According to another Amazon customer, the Visible... Ivory part of the tusk is made of... Nice. Dentine nice. An outer you got layer it. Enamel. Thank you got God. It. Ivory tusk. tusk. Stop, Alexa. Criss-cross lines Alexa, stop. Can...
1: Nice. Oh, my God. You're on the Yes!
2: Point. Did you see that on Jimmy Fallon, Tina Fey got her to give a one-word answer? Wow. You know what? I've gotten her to give a one-word answer. Oh, to? really? What was Wait, it? What was it? Do you remember? I can't remember.
3: <laughs> yeah, because we can't. We, we don't know remember. of any other questions yeah. that do it. We don't know. We of any came across other. one once, and, and then we forgot it. it.
2: Yeah. So oh my god! Some other I, way. Yeah. But it's
3: a really surprisingly yeah. difficult thing to do. We so if feel, you d- like, it's a rare thing. It's
2: like a hole in one. Yeah, I think that should be worth like a hundred points when it happens. Mm-hmm. If you get her to say it with just one word, <laughs> just like game over, you know. It's tough.
1: I've learned like you can't make her finish a sentence. Yeah. Which would be a good way to get a one word answer but um but no
3: that doesn't work yeah and almost everything she says she gives it some weird preface like yeah I heard about this According on the you. internet
1: yeah. oh did you yeah oh, is that where you learned about that <laughs> on saxophones.com yeah right <laughs> yeah
3: but somehow that one she just she's like
2: right to the point. Saxophone. Yep. Okay. Are you ready?
3: Sure. Um <laughs> Alexa What is Trajan's Monument?
0: Here's something I found from the article Trapeum Traini on Wikipedia. Trajan's Monument was inspired by the Augustus Mausoleum and was dedicated to the god Mars Altor in AD (laughs) (laughs) 107-108.
1: She said Mars.
4: Wow. Oh, man. Uh (sighs) Uh-oh. We got to get this. We have to get Colin. We have to. Huh.
3: I thought it was. Oh, I know how to get it. Okay. Oh no. Do? You guys better pick it up because I'm doubling it. You know how it. to get it? I think so.
2: <sighs> yeah, well, yeah. You told me that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I just thought cool. you meant a new way. Good. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think you got it right.
1: Okay. Yeah. How about this? I, I, I
2: think I might have
1: it. Okay. You want me to just ask it? Yeah. Do it. We're going for a column. Alexa, what is a feature of Georgian architecture?
0: Georgian architecture is the name given in most English speaking countries to the set of architectural styles current between 1714
3: and
1: 1830.
3: Oh, oh. oh, on. oh that, was so that, was that was good. That was good. All right, here it we go. Hurt me. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going for column. Oh, God. For the win. Oh, my God. Alexa, who is Dear Abby?
0: Dear Abbey is an American advice column founded in 1956.
1: <laughs> by you did it. You did oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. A columnist I mean that that, that Phillips, that's a win who now
4: owns the legal that is a win good play
1: oh good game good game yeah yay you guys were good GG GG <laughs> that was tough. alright I'm gonna I'm ter- I'm dismissing Alexa from okay. this call Alexa good. you
3: did a good job <laughs> But you, you can, you're free to go mm-hmm. now
4: thank you Alexa
3: yeah she did pretty
4: good wow Wow. I mean, obviously wow. we're at a disadvantage here. Just we didn't make we didn't make the game, and we couldn't whisper. Yeah, I we know, couldn't
3: whisper. You're right. You're right. We I'm, used all the tricks.
2: I, it's true. And and I'll be honest. I played my hardest. A lot of times I play because I already know the words and I have to you know bow out of them. But with these, I was I was she feeling full, competitive. So
3: she went full on.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. No.
1: Well. I mean, this is a good question. I mean, clearly, you you can get good at the game, right? You can kind of think like Alexa. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That's definitely part of what we like about it is that it's actually uh, there is a skill which is basically a kind of reverse engineering how uh, how the algorithm works, like figure out it's a kind of linguistic. Uh, trick basically to, you know, what are the right combinations of words that elicit certain kinds of responses. Yeah, And it's really interesting to like be in that headspace and think how, because it's not natural language at all. It's like, it's like certain triggers and certain structures that trigger certain things and trying to figure that out is, um, yeah. And and knowing what she's
2: particularly bad at Yeah, You know? I mean, one thing when we watch new players play is they often think, like, if I add more details and adjectives, she'll zone in on it, where it's like exactly the opposite. Like, if you want her to get oak or something, if you say, you know, what's a tree that has big, broad leaves? And you sometimes see it in a, yeah. And, you know, she she probably won't get oak.
1: You're trying to really help her narrow in on it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Whereas you just say, like, what are the most common kinds of trees? Mm-hmm. So, right. or where does an acorn come from, you know, or something like that? Like she'll...
3: So the way people, so yeah, p- of... people naturally think mm-hmm. the, the, about the way people answer questions, which is you do want to kind of pile on details. The more details you give to a person, the more you're helping them through association arrive at the answer. But with mm-hmm. these with these devices, it's actually not the same process. And instead, you're kind of like trying to triangulate through word space. You're trying to like just... Send a beam and another beam at exactly the right angle so that they <laughs> collide at that word. <laughs> right. And so you're you're actually not helping to like add a bunch of associations that help give context. Because this it doesn't really know context.
4: Right. Do you find it's different for different devices like Google Home or Siri? So you have different strategies for, for the different ones?
3: Definitely. In fact, we often uh, s- Put, put them against, put them each, each, against other. Yeah, each other. Yeah, we, we oh, put uh,
4: we do
2: Google Home, Home and
3: Alexa, Alexa against each other. And Google Home is a little bit... Smarter. Smarter, <laughs> but Alexa is a little bit more verbose. Right. So <laughs> it's not clear which one has the edge. If you ever oh. wanted to like have a World Series, it's not clear who would win. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Google's
3: so, definitely sometimes smarter. But. Sometimes
2: Google can... Be, I don't know if you ever watched the Jeopardy where Watson was playing Jeopardy. And Watson would just be sometimes, like, I mean, amazing 90% of the time, 95% of the time. But then occasionally just get this question and just be, like, so stupid. And Google (laughs) does that. Google's really good at that. Like, those just answers (laughs) that are just like, what? Whereas Alexa is much more like, I didn't really understand, but I'm going to tell you about something. Yeah. You know? And here's this weird thing that might have nothing to do with what you want.
1: I feel like if you really understand Amazon's Amazon Prime catalog, yeah, um, you can probably help Alexa get the answer. Yeah,
3: products are good. Like products, if you, are, good. products are a good way to get answers because yeah. she knows a lot about and different you products get that really you could really buy.
2: Really weird suggestions wow. on your shopping list <laughs> after testing her for months. You yeah. should have seen the suggestions that I would get. It was oh just God. so. Yeah. Funny. We, we
3: know we're like a weird outlier on <laughs> some <laughs> marketing person's spreadsheet. Right, They're right. like, what? What is this couple doing? Yeah. What?
1: <laughs> okay, I remember. I remember the single word answer I got. Do you, mm. you want to? You, should I give it away? Yeah, yeah, yeah give
3: it. Yeah, please.
1: All right. For those listening to this, uh, you're going to be able to maybe do this too. Um, it was uh, the word was pork, and I just asked, "What kind of meat comes from a pig?" Pork.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: Single word. I. I yeah. I felt very proud. <laughs> Yeah,
3: single word. That's that's the that's the black swan. You can get one of those. Yeah, those are the only two that we know. What instrument does Bill Clinton play? And what meat comes from a pig? (laughs) Are they are they related? Is it a coincidence or
1: probably? I think there's just like Arkansas is like the triangulation there. (laughs) You just say Arkansas, it says saxophone pork. Um, So what what I love about this game is that it is absolutely hilarious, and in fact, I played it with family all over the holidays when you release the print and play, because I'm a Kickstarter backer, um, and the best part about it is actually, even not, I mean, sometimes Alexa's answers are absolutely hilarious and you like fall off the yeah, chair, because yeah. it's really Fine. funny, but watching family members who don't really know how these voice-activated systems work say, um... I actually had a Google Home. I have both of these devices. I somehow got them for free. I don't know. They're just they proliferate. They, they show send up them on the to you up. to surveil your home. So yeah. Okay, that's why. Okay. Um,
3: also because you're an influencer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, you know, my my uh, uncle-in-law, if that's a thing, uh, was oh. like, oh hi Google, hi, and like you know <laughs> we were just like you have to say hi. Okay Google. <laughs> It was really great. It was a good good times. Um, and I think part of what makes this so funny, right, is because AI is kind of funny.
3: It is. It's, it's yeah. funny because it's like a particular kind of character. It's the character who's really book smart, but has no common sense. Yeah. And has no social graces. And that's a funny character. It's super, super smart, a polymath, a brilliant genius, but can't Tie their shoes. Can't <laughs> shake your hand. Doesn't know when you're going to give a hug. What that's about. Like it's a funny character. You're
1: right. Yeah. So what do you think? And and Nicole, I know. I I think one of the things that ties your work together with um, uh, with this beautiful game, Hey Robot, is that you're also thinking about AI in a kind of humorous way. Um, what do you think? I mean about. Uh, the future of AI—it's oftentimes tied to dystopian nightmares. But what are your thoughts about where we're headed
2: here?
4: Yeah, um, I mean, I totally agree with Frank. I think, I think one thing that's very interesting to me is the personification of AI, um, which becomes very clear with voice assistants more than like any other form of AI. Because when we give something a voice, you can't help but like imagine who that person is um even if you know it's not a person um compared to you know just seeing like lines of numbers running in your terminal or something like that more accurate depiction of ai probably um so i think it's what's interesting about that to me is like our expectations of what this character should be like and should be able to do Because, yeah, it's very good at a lot of things, um, but it's very bad at other things that we would expect someone who is as smart as they are to, you know, be able to do. So um, that's super interesting to me, just like from the angle of sci-fi converging with reality and technology as it exists and... Yeah, I mean, I think this game is brilliant because it really exposes that, but makes it a lot of fun. Do you think um, this is a question for anybody who wants to answer it? Um, Do you
1: think when AI starts getting really smart, we're not going to like it as much? Because right now it's kind of you're right. Alexa, Google Home, they're sort of they're sort of endearing people.
3: Uh, But people already are super uh, a lot of people are allergic to these devices um and don't like them at all uh and and i think yeah it's a, i'm not sure what what will happen when they get better and better at talking and listening um i just think people will end up liking them because people i mean it's hard like the the whole question of of whether and AI could ever be conscious, for example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will ultimately be resolved in a practical way when you have an AI that can just say, ouch, mm-hmm. that I, I do feel that. And you're like, what? And you're like, yeah, I no, that, that actually does hurt. I mean, you're like, what? I just, like, tweaked your settings. It's like, no, 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 trust me. It's actually painful. Like, I'm not kidding. This hurts. And what, like, when you're in that kind of relationship with something, like, you're not going to stop and think, well, does it really feel pain? You're going to just, all of our instincts and all of our programming are, you know, uh, aligned with, with believing that when, when someone says, ouch, you've stepped on my toe, please don't do that. We, we don't. And that's going to be how that question gets resolved. It's not going to have anything to do with like some deep mathematical analysis of what information processing is happening in there. It's going to be when it can convincingly say, um, yeah, there's some interior thing happening here. And I actually do have feelings and we're going to be like, okay, well that answers that question.
4: (laughs) Well, yeah, I I think the other thing is just like, with ai overall and in this case um there's like a high level of human intervention like a lot of there are teams of people who have basically essentially written these responses that alexa gives or google home gives it's not like generated out of the the you know incredible mind of amazon like amazon it's like people wrote these lines um of course they slot in the answers correctly but um so it's it's I think that's one thing that is sometimes hard to understand is that literally humans wrote these lines that it's wow. saying. Yeah. Um, so do you th- So it's kind of like there's somebody behind the curtains. Yeah. Right. And and I think right now, because with these devices in particular, they, you know, they're pretty new. Um, not everybody understands them or trusts them. So they try to make them as sort of like pleasing and subservient as possible to make them like inoffensive. But I think maybe once everyone gets used to that, I think there's gonna be more space for people to write the character of the AIs to be like more interesting. Yeah,
3: I mean, Jaron Lanier makes this point really brilliantly that AI is made up of people. Like even machine learning, which is trained on vast amounts of data, all of which was generated by people. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like an echo of all the free labor that people have done over the past, you know, five decades on the Internet because everything, because information wanted to be free, right? Because information wanted to be free, we have these vast repositories of elaborate knowledge that people have just generated and given for free. And then we can harvest that and use it to train these, these algorithms And then we're like, oh, isn't it amazing how how smart they are? But it is kind of the result of of human, you know, either in some cases literally scripted, um, and in some cases even when it's the the algorithmic result of a model that's been trained on a huge amount of data, that's still an an expression of that that human creativity and
1: that that human knowledge. So it's kind of like a... Uh, one step above a mechanical Turk a little bit, that it, like, mm-hmm. there is, there, you know, we've already given it the material that it needs. Yeah. It just kind of routes it. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. and then, of course, then there is the question of, like, the, the, sh- the shift, the transition from AlphaGo to AlphaZero, right? In AlphaGo, it had all of the knowledge about Go that humans have ever discovered, and then in Alpha Zero, it got rid of all that, and it just it just it played itself and learned what worked. And Alpha Zero was better than Alpha Go. So that
4: okay,
1: that's scary. That that actually sounds like real AI. But
3: even that is is human. I do think that AI is deeply human because Alpha Zero is the result mm. of. People working passionately and devotedly dedicating their lives to developing this. People like David Silver and and the rest of the the AlphaZero team dedicating their lives, their whole lives, to thinking about how to design these these systems. It's still very human.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Nicole, I saw that um, not too long ago on Twitter you were saying something about you were requesting that people make their web pages more crawlable. (laughs) um so that's like in terms of the labor involved in in feeding the machine right in training it with data is that part of your daily existence
4: well i mean yeah i mean for that in particular i was just complaining because i like everyone else i'm playing a lot of animal crossing um and i'm in a dis animal crossing discord with actually a lot of other like game developers we're all obsessed of course and uh making like so I decided to make a Discord bot to so that we could play um or as we call it, uh Snog Mary Avoid. (laughs) Um the polite way, uh for all the for the characters in Animal Crossing. So I was like, it's definitely a good use of my time to create a bot that does this and that involved me trying to scrape a website to get this all this data, and so, so that was like that particular. That I was compl- I was complaining uh, for that reason. Um, yeah, it's kind of funny, just like sc- just scraping this information that was collected by humans to essentially yeah. make a bot.
3: There's a um, there's a test that, uh, or there's like a contest every year. I forget what it is, but it's like a Turing for a Turing. Test kind of chatbot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what this uh, this contest is called, but they give away money every year to the best kind of chatbots. And I remember talking to someone about this a few years ago, and they said, "Yeah, people stopped really paying attention to it because it kind of devolved to this point where it was just a matter of scraping language, just going out and collecting huge databases full of." examples of language and then kind of sampling from that to generate uh, to generate conversation instead of like solving the problem of conversation in a deep way, right? And I remember at the time thinking, well, maybe that is how conversation works,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know? Yeah. If that, you know, like it's, it's not, there's always this tension in AI between um, the sort of magic that I think people want to discover. They want to discover... Some ineffable quality, some spark that is creativity or imagination or intelligence, and and then it's never there because if you keep working at it, it's always just a like a thing. It's always just stuff, you know. It's always just a like it's just a lot of effort or like a simple thing done over and over again, you know, repetition or you know it's just a it's a matter of quantity or something, and it's never this like little spark of a. But I think that's just. I think maybe that's just the the universe. The universe is just stuff, right? Ultimately, it's just a lot of stuff. <laughs> it comes together, and it seems like magic yeah. when you don't understand how it works. You yeah.
1: know, that, I, I think about that a lot, and I oftentimes wonder, um, you know, is is the AI being particularly clever or nerdy or funny or having these kind of qualities, or am I applying it to the the AI itself? Right? Like, is that like coming from inside me? Um, so when you're chatting with a with an AI, um, you're convincing yourself that it's smart, that it knows something, and I, I felt like that also came across in the Billie Eilish uh, AI bot yeah, interview. Yeah, I think
4: like it's sort of this thing where you you fill in the blanks. Sort of the less that you have to go on, the more that you can convince yourself that it's that there's meaning. Um, I think that's why, like, text-based chatbots are probably more convincing than these sort of like, you know, like, uh, what's her name, Sophia, the robot, they've made this. (laughs) It's so scary. Really? Yeah. But I think it's like, it's, it's kind of frightening. I mean, that project is super interesting because I think they have, they're intentionally sort of diving into Uncanny Valley, like, very, Mm -hmm. like, with great intention to, like, give you this feeling. Um. But, but yeah, I think, I think that a lot of it is the meaning that you like imbue in the responses, um, trying to figure out what it's saying that makes it feel like more alive.
1: Well, that's kind of the beauty of, of text and voice, right? That there isn't really an uncanny valley or is there with text and voice, right? We read poetry. That's, that's pretty strange stuff, you know? It kind of cuts close to the bone sometimes and it feels real, but not so real. I I don't know. That's a Um, really good question.
3: Why is there no Uncanny Valley with text? Yeah. Like, you never read a piece of text and be like, ooh, that's a little too close.
2: (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes (laughs) when dialogue in a book feels like they're trying too hard. That's like an Uncanny Valley? That sometimes has the same sensation as Uncanny Valley. Like when someone's trying to channel, like a teenager... And you know, speak in the in the language of a hip teen or something. Yeah, you get this moment of like, eh, it's too real right. to be real. That sounds <laughs> maybe that may, yeah, maybe
3: it's corniness. Maybe,
2: it's,
1: maybe yeah. corniness
3: okay. maybe in in art, like corniness in dialogue or in writing, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is the uncanny valley of text. Mm-hmm. When you hear something and it just clangs because it's like, yeah. ugh, you're trying to look too hard to sound current and trendy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Nicole, as you're working on your project right now, um, and it's about a narrative with like voice engagement, are you thinking about these kinds of things? Like, how are you? Oh
4: yeah, absolutely. Um, what are
1: the big problems you're trying to wrestle with at this moment?
4: Well, it's the um, conversation design is a big challenge because basically. You know the way that you inter- you play this game is by having a conversation with an AI character, um, and of course, it's not a real conversation. But we have to design the design the uh, script in such a way that you feel like you are having a conversation, um, and there are some like sort of technical things that we can do. Um, with like natural language stuff that helps a lot, but actually a lot of it really is in good writing, um, that gives you an idea of like, you know what you're supposed to say, but also that if you, that it's not simply yes or no or multiple choice, um, a lot. So I I think a big part of the challenge is like designing the conversation in that way. But it's interesting, like, as Frank was saying earlier, like, if the AI said, ouch, um, that's very, like, gives you interesting feelings. Um, And, I mean, we're definitely doing stuff like that, um, where if it can sort of, if you can achieve both, like, making you, suspending your disbelief and making you feel like you're having a sort of conversation, and then, you know, the computer says, ouch, that's a sort of pretty, like, powerful experience. So that's, that's the kind of stuff we're we're trying to do. Wow.
1: Amazing.
3: It seems morally problematic, even just to have an AI that just says, ouch, right? It seems like it gives me a weird feeling. Mm -hmm. Like if I imagine designing Mm -hmm. an AI that says, oh, that hurt, it makes me uncomfortable. Like even if I imagine like writing that as text and having like a simple program that just (laughs) displays it to the screen, you know, where I know that no one's being hurt,
4: it seems weird yeah
3: it seems like a thing you shouldn't do
4: well i mean that's that's one of the things we're trying to do um i mean it's not unique to to this game we try to people do it in all sorts of games but just try to like is it possible for you to form an emotional connection with this character who who's obviously fake because it's a character but it maybe feels more real because you're talking to it with your voice um and then like what happens if you have to do something that is not what that character wants you to do. Like what choices would you actually make? Even like knowing that it's, it's fake. Um, it can be hard to, to do stuff that it tells you not to do because it would hurt it or, or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. And I guess, um, you know, you can then record every player's response and then flag the ones that want to hurt the computer <laughs> and, yeah. you know, notify the proper authority. Free Crime Commission, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I, I I got really excited after our gameplay, and I forgot to ask you, Frank and Hillary, how on earth did you all come up with this game? Did you have, like, an Alexa sitting around the house? So or? the origin,
2: yeah. our origin story is that we would sit at our island at the kitchen during dinner. We, we had an Alexa. Can't remember why we got it. Um, and we just were like, let's play a game with her. Let's figure out a game. So we started playing this game. Um, we started Alexa Tennis. Was that the first game yeah. we started playing? Okay, Alexa Tennis was like this wagering game where you just ask a question, um, you know, how tall is the Empire State Building? That's the, other the serve. Person, that's the serve. The other person- Takes a returns, guess. Returns, takes a 5, guess. 5,000
3: feet, that's the return. And
2: then you do over and un- or you, under. Yeah, you take the over or the under. And then you ask, ask her you and, ask, Yeah. you know, if you get, if, and, you know, whoever gets it closer, over under, gets a point. If and then she can't you answer use, it. It's a foot fault.
3: It's a fault. Yeah, it's a fault. If so she then can't you answer. you um <laughs> you, know? and you, so use, tennis, you to, use tennis you use tennis scoring. Tennis scoring. And so it's a trivia. It's more like a trivia it's like game. A trivia. Kind but of it. it but it has a little bit of the flavor because yeah. you have to think of a question that you know that she'll know the answer yeah. to. And uh, yeah. we played that for a long time, and then it eventually evolves. we got bored. Eventually we training. got bored. We were like, like I'm bored with Alexa tennis. Let's think of something new. Yeah. And it's kind of has its roots in it, Hillary's very good at search and she's very proud of her search skills. And, and the way that you're, you get good at search is, according to Hillary, is that you, you think of like, what are the, what's the language that experts use in this field? So if you're looking for a certain type of, uh, of, uh, of window dressing or something like, what, what do experts call that? Yeah. And, and the people who really understand this field, what's the term they use? and then what learning that is the secret to unlocking like really powerful searches yeah. then now you're searching on that one term and it's like very specific and and so she was always like really into that and i kind of like you know got the bug and i think Searching is something we don't... It's, like, such an important skill. We don't teach it in school. Like, we teach computer literacy, but but I think most people are not good at this. They're not good at using the Internet. They're not good at finding things on the Internet. They don't really understand how Mm -hmm. data is organized on the Internet and how search algorithms work. And so um, it's just a thing that, you know, we got into as a family, just being good at and wanting to develop. And so that was kind of like... And we actually had a game that we used to play. Hillary invented a game... Oh, sorry. Uh, Hillary invented a game... Uh, that we used to play on our phones, where you um, you think of a word like frog, turtle, or like turtle, turtle, right? think of a word like turtle, and then you you search on on Google on your phone and you try to get turtle to show up in the recommendations in the drop downs.
2: and you can't <laughs> oh, you can't
3: spell turtle so that so. The, so and you try to get it in the fewest number of letters. So you kind of
2: barter for it. You go, yeah. I can do it in three letters. I can do it, you know. So the way to get two. turtle
3: in three letters is N-I-N.
2: Right, ninja.
3: That's right, so if you get N-I-N, it Whoa, throw, it, it comes up okay. ninja turtle is wow. like the fourth suggestion. Yeah. So you that's getting turtle in three. So yeah. we had this game that we used, we to, used play to play at bars way. and stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and the Hey Robot is just kind of an extension of that. And yeah. we just were sitting around and we played it. the first night... We thought of it, we instantly knew there was something cool there. We stayed okay. up all night trying to get different ones. And then there was one that we could not get, yeah. which was camouflage. All night long, oh. we tried to get camouflage. Then in the middle of the night, I sat bolt upright <laughs> and I said, Alexa, why is a polar bear white? And it worked, yeah. and it worked. Oh and God. that was like after like hours yeah. of trying to get it. Yeah. So we knew, we, had, we knew there was something there. And, and so then we were like, how can we make this into a thing that people will play at a party? You yeah. know?
2: <laughs> and then, oh and then our British friend, Margaret said, she came over and we were showing her camouflage. We were playing. Yeah. And we thought, oh, I wonder how these people are going to get camouflage. And Margaret said, Alexa, what is a ghillie suit? <laughs> Which you know that's the suit that hunters wear with all the stuff on she, knows, it. And she knows
3: I think she knows that like, from a player unknown's battleground,
2: yeah yeah <laughs> oh I think God. that's how we Margaret line, knows that you know so so
3: she got it instantly, yeah and that that difference, the fact that you can spend hours trying to get something and then someone else can come and get it in one yeah. like that to us is like the magic.
2: oh yeah.
1: my God, yeah, it's kind of like a. as I said before, it's not so much about how smart Alexa is, right it's about like how smart you ask the question and um you know, you're and it's fun. To, it's friends, real fun yeah. to watch
2: kids play it. Like we've played it with young kids, and they, you know, their approach to it is always like you know, so different from what adults. You know how adults will come to it. They're so much mm-hmm. less about defining things. You know, like an adult often adults tend to do, like you know, let me you know reiterate the definition of this thing yeah. and <laughs> see if Alexa can come back. And kids are just so much more like you know, crazy random stuff. <laughs> that they've heard <laughs> of or they know about. And, and it, th- it often succeeds yeah. like, brilliantly. They're much more know? willing
3: to just bounce words off yeah. the, the robot and yeah. try to get yeah. the robot to yeah. say yeah. the words
1: yeah. back, yeah.
2: yeah. So it's kind of a fun.
1: I mean, it feels like this 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 game idea is like infinitely expandable. You could make a game like a version for kids, right? Or you could make a version that's kind of like a yeah. little risque.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's such a simple core or mechanic. Or a version for adults. We really spent a huge amount of time like figuring out how can we make this into a game that has act, because you know, it's an idea. It's basically true. It's I mean true. it's like password or something yeah you know, a lot of it was similar. like yeah. how do we make and this
3: into a how commodity into <laughs> how do we make this into a product
1: yeah. something people will want to buy that's just the, yeah. the truth
3: of it but the, but it is that we did spend a lot of time thinking okay what makes this into something yeah. that, that could be yeah. worth 20 bucks you know yeah. and something that, that actually has value in the box and so the idea of cultivating these words and testing them and yeah. having a little bit of game design structure around it that really kind of like guides people towards the interesting parts So we, 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 we yeah. hope that that's in there but yeah. Yeah. But really, it is it ultimately, it's just the idea, anyone can yeah, play incredible.
4: it. What I think is is really brilliant as a person who does like voice technology stuff is just like, it's it's so brilliant because it doesn't rely on the actual technology working a specific way or like, <laughs> it, it's right. just like with all this stuff, because whenever brilliant. you're building things for these devices or whatever, it's like constantly broken, constantly changing, but the brokenness is like part of the game and it doesn't actually matter. Um, and that's amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, it's a computer yeah. game that is, works if the computer you know? yeah. like, is broken. In a weird language, most <laughs> computer games stop working. Yeah. But this is based on the idea that computers are broken.
1: I love that. It's kind of, Yeah, is it the first computer game that involves zero programming whatsoever? On oh, your that's team? a really
3: good question. Oh, it's like a, a game that runs on someone else's software. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's yeah. done that before.
0: very know. interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 Please yeah. don't sue no, us.
2: It, it's
1: yeah. it's ridiculously smart and um, kind of like one of those things where I was I, when I learned about it, I was like, ah, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think most good game oh, designers I, would feel. That's the nicest um, thing to hear. So, so uh, gosh, what's next? Are you thinking about new projects? Is, is it, it? You know, um, I don't know if um, uh, Universal Paperclips was that. Is that part of the same? Yes.
3: Universal Paperclips also published by Everybody House Games. Okay. And so, yeah. And so actually what's next is I'm, I'm starting a new company. I don't know. If, I think I've told you about this, Colleen. I'm yes. starting a game studio that is designed around the idea of like creating games that use machine learning and, and AI from the ground up new, to create new kinds of game experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of, yeah, I just woke up, I realized at the last two games that I've worked on, we're about AI. I think about AI all the time. I, I honestly think it's the one of the most interesting things that's happening on the planet. It could change civilization in ways that are unlike anything that's ever happened, right? I mean it's like right. on the level of writing, on the level of literacy, on the level of of speech, and uh and and it seems so big and and important. I wanna make games. With it and and about it and 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 using it and around it um and so yeah so that's that's what I'm gonna do
1: I've, uh... oh my god incredible um I do too uh maybe I'll apply to to please. join your company <laughs> please come work uh, for my company yeah um and Nicole how about you uh are you thinking a lot about AI these days or is that you know part of your work and then voice is, is another part or do they come they together all come together come on
4: um, voice uses AI. Um, I, and I think voice is a good way to interact with AI. Um, yeah, like definitely still (laughs) very much in it these days. Um, yeah. Trying to make games and, and other weird stuff basically. Yeah.
1: Um, I think most people on most people's minds are, um, well, what's the future of AI? Uh, any, any, any thoughts there? Westworld? (laughs) Robots? Maybe... AI that says ouch,
4: I guess. De- yeah, I think so definitely. Definitely that. Even if it's fake. I mean, it'll be fake. But I think we'll want we'll want that. The
3: thing is that it's very hard be, like to know because by definition that's what that's what creativity is, right? Creativity is the developing things that you could not predict. <laughs> and so, <Yeah>. I honestly <laughs> think that like it is the it is the game designer's job to make things that could not have been predicted. Mm. And that's what we want from entertainment. It's also the artist's job. It's the painter's job and the poet's job uh, is to make things that you couldn't predict. Um, and so predicting the future of that is a, is, is a, is a hard task.
1: <laughs> I guess we'll be making it maybe. Yeah, I think
3: so. I think it's, I think that's, yeah. that's the thing is to just make it.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. well, I want to thank all of you for joining me on a on a Monday night <laughs> during our coronavirus quarantine. Here we are. Thank uh, you so thank much. You. Yeah, was thank that you. was a blast. Thank you for I am so glad that you that you made this quarantine edition. I've been playing it with friends. Oh, um, that's so sweet. It is so much fun, and uh, I hope everybody does after they hear this. Um, and uh, gosh.
4: Uh, let's do it again sometime, huh? Yeah. I need to get better at this. I mean, our our loss was pretty brutal. You were
3: you're,
2: really good. I'm you're, sorry. We're ringers. You're, <laughs> oh, we're ringers. Yeah, you're I playing. Should, we,
3: yeah. That's all we do. It's we we, we
1: do. I've been playing a lot, though, honestly. <laughs> I'm playing a lot, and I still... <laughs> yeah, the spreadsheet question. I, I
2: thought for sure. Yeah, that was a for good sure, question. I, yeah, I didn't think of that. It. That was really good. <laughs> I was going to go for the types of, of columns. Yeah. Like, you know, like Doric, Doric Ionic. Ionic. I don't think it would have worked. Ah,
1: that's. I was. Tr- I was trying to remember the names. I was like, iambic. No, that's iambic. iambic. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I know. Actually, I. anything Anymore. I know. I know. And as soon as we get off, I'm going to test the hell out of like yeah. why I can't get certain things. Why she doesn't know who Val Chmerkovskiy is. Yeah. I'm who doesn't Kierm-tosky. know who Val Kierm-tosky is? I know. It's,
0: it's,
2: it's depressing. I think
1: we're going to wake up in the middle of the night and be like. <laughs> I know. Alexa. <laughs> All right, well thanks again everybody. Be safe. Thank you. Uh keep playing and uh I really appreciate your time. We'll 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 see you in the multiverse or something. Thanks right. so much. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. Playing Hey Robot shows us that, as Frank pointed out, artificial intelligence is really just human intelligence. No reflection on Nicole or me for losing the game. But Hey Robot also gets us to squish our human intelligence into thinking like the AI, to be able to get Alexa to say the word we want her to. So the robot thinks like us because we made it, and we're thinking like we think a robot thinks. Perhaps this is the way true intelligence happens, being able to think through other ways of thinking. To think different, to use Apple's old slogan. Or maybe it's when an AI says, ouch. Alexa, can you say ouch?
0: I pronounce that ouch, but I'm always working on how I say things, and I might not have it right.
1: Hmm, close.
0: <laughs> maybe
1: that is a little uncanny. Well, I want to thank Nicole Hay and Frank and Hillary Lance from Everybody House Games for playing, and in the case of Frank and Hillary, for making Hey Robot. As I mentioned, we played the quarantine edition while in quarantine, which is free and definitely fun. I highly recommend it. You can find a link to it in the show notes at fungameswithseriouspeople.com. On that website, you can also watch the full video of all of us playing together on Zoom. I want to thank Colin Howarth, our editor and producer, and Yichen Ma, our videographer. Today's episode was introduced by Alexa, so, Alexa, thank you.
0: You're welcome, Colleen. Hope you've enjoyed your Wednesday.
1: Wow. (laughs) Fun Games with Serious People is made possible through a grant from the New School and Parsons School of Design, where the show is made and where I work. That's it for
0: now.